cafe anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2414 2414 and Mike Matthews with the show that's called Mike's Daily Podcast. Hey, we're going to dive into some things you didn't know about, and you're going to go, What? I didn't know about that, Mike. So you just punched me in the gut. And I've been the. the the knowledgeified the knowledge of something like that so it's science Mike's daily podcast not really but it's interesting that's what we do here on Mike's daily podcast interesting stuff Mike's so I'll bring that to you daily today podcast I'd like to say yeah a big thank you to my team because if it wasn't for them I probably wouldn't have been able to work from home today I'm very thankful that I was able to work from home today. A uh, lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on in my life, as you know. My mom passed away last uh, two months ago now, and so taking care of a lot of stuff having to do with that. And there's a house that's being sold, and there's all kinds of parts of her estate that have to be taken care of. So, and I'm the only person. I'm the only one. I am in charge. I'm the personal representative. It's a full-time job to do something like that. Oh, but you know what else? I have a full-time job anyway already. So, yes. Sometimes I have to tell work, Hey, since I'm doing two jobs at once, can I do the one at home? And uh, so far, so good. I was able to do that. Yeah. And then we had yesterday just... It's just uh, avocados. Do you have an avocado tree? I learned a lot about avocado trees today. Yes, if you'll excuse me for a moment, I do have to put on my little spectacles here. There we go. And here's today's podcast picture. Yes, whenever I make us put on spectacles, it makes that noise. Oh, the podcast picture today is of Patches the Cat. Patches relaxing. Enjoying the warm weather. Got the temperature spiked all of a sudden here in the Bay Area. So in Podcastro Valley, where we are at Cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, got a lot warmer all of a sudden. So somebody asked recently, speaking of Podcastro Valley, there is our local paper, the Castro Valley Forum. And somebody wrote in and said, I've started several avocado pits in pots. They sprouted. That's right, Basil the Boxer. I heard you're not supposed to give dogs avocado. Why? Because they're not they're not millennials. Only millennials eat avocado toast, so why would they have No, boxers dogs not supposed to have avocado? This is some or maybe it's just they're definitely not supposed to have garlic or chocolate. There might be something in the fats. Of an avocado that's not good for them But that was the late great Basil the Boxer there No he's not late Because I gave him avocado No he just Had the the Degenerative myelopathy and all of that I've talked about it at length You can go back to listen to past podcasts And hear all about it But yes Here at F episode 2414 2414 Somebody wrote and said 
that several weeks ago they left one of these sprouted avocado pits. Have you ever done that? In school, I walk into class one day. I'm a tiny kid and I walk in and I notice that somebody has taken uh, four toothpicks and pushed them into a pit and then stuck it just so that the bottom was in the water of like a jar or something. And the top was outside and it had sprouted a little bit into the jar. Now I attempted to do that on my own Never worked So I don't know what magic power This particular person had That they were able to do this But So This person was able to get Pits that sprouted They're now well over a foot high Several weeks ago I left one outside Too long on a crisp sunny day The leaves got crinkly brown Shriveled up and eventually dropped off it's just like a stalk now Although leaves are starting to bud Now the same thing Has begun to happen to the other plant This one was never placed outdoors Is there anything I can do about this crinkly leaf condition? <laughs> Maybe don't leave them outside also, when can I expect avocados? And the answer from Buzz Bertolero, the dirt gardener who writes for the Castro Valley Forum, to, in some capacity here in Pod Castro Valley. You people here at the cafe anyway, you're waiting with bated breath to find out what the dirt gardener has to say. Well, Buzz said the following, avocados are not an ideal outdoor or indoor plant. So, avocados are a large evergreen tree. Really? They're evergreen? I didn't know that. That at maturity will reach 40 to 60 feet tall with a wide spread. However, there are dwarf varieties that can be used as a container plant. Avocados do grow and survive in the Bay Area. However, they do suffer from cold temperatures. Normally, it's the nighttime temperature that is a concern. If the temperature is below 32 degrees after the sun rises for hours on end, they usually die. Otherwise, the foliage turns brown. In your case, you moved the plant from a sheltered, mild, warm indoor setting to the outdoors where the conditions was drastically different the plant reacted to the change by the leaves turning brown and dropping off. Hmm. Well, seems like you can't win with these dang avocados. They, they're persnickety. Very sensitive. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Buzz goes on to say that cold is a desiccant that pulls moisture out of the foliage the foliage and burns the leaves moisture too too much or not enough can also cause the leaves to turn color and drop off this is the problem with the second plant right now I'd water them once a week depending on the size of the pot if they are currently in a pot Smaller than 6 inches Transplant them into larger containers You know I always hear that You gotta transplant You know I'll have a plant doing so well 
And the minute I put them in a larger container Because oh it's got to be time They die So I don't know I, I, I'm very leery about the whole larger container thing You can safely move the plants outdoors now As the danger of frost is over in the Bay Area As I mentioned earlier Got up into the 80s today They require lots of direct sunlight As for fruiting Avocados are unpredictable When they are When they uh, started from a seed Or a pit There's no guarantee They will ever produce That's interesting So all that time I was trying to get it to sprout Out of the pit It was wasted time Because It probably wouldn't have made an uh, uh, Been an avocado tree That actually produced avocados If they do produce The avocados more likely Will be different from the parent plant That's fascinating He doesn't explain why that is But that's fascinating The (laughs) So the the avocado (coughs) Excuse me I'm choking on an avocado pit (sighs) Okay So the avocado (laughs) Sorry I'm choking here outside a cafe anyway There's a bunch of stuff in the air it's, it's like Because it shot into the 80s Everything's blooming Bugs are buzzing Bees are like Oh we gotta get to work It's crazy But yes The avocado uh, If they do produce Avocados more likely Will be different from the parent plant The final piece of bad news Is that you'll have to wait A long time To find out Avocados take 6 to 10 years Before they are capable of fruiting When started from a seed or pit So you're in for a long wait I guess what he's saying is Just get it from the The gardening supply place The garden shop Okay Also having to do with Podcastro Valley What is really fascinating lately Since COVID-19 and all of that It shut down BART Now if you listen to my past podcast Because this show has been on For well over 10 years This podcast And I have complained in the past There was a long stretch From about 2019 To the beginning of the pandemic Where I was taking public transportation every day And every day Riding on BART was miserable Something crazy Something outlandish would happen Part of what made this podcast great Was that I would get on here and I'd say Oh my gosh you won't believe what I saw today So Now I have not been on BART And well I actually took Bart two. When did I? Oh, to see my friend Kevin. That's the last time I I went to see Kevin, who's done Kevin addendum with Kevin, and who says that someday he will do this podcast for me if I need to take a break. And he'll make up all the sound, <laughs> the sound effects, and uh, here's today's podcast picture and all that. Uh, so. Did I mention the podcast picture today is Patches? Okay, Patches today, stretching. You can see a picture of him. Mike'sDailyPodcast.com And we'll see uh, what else. Oh, so yeah, last time I took the BART and it was a rather short trip. 
But when I used to take it every day It got a bit annoying And you know You would want to drive and park At the BART station And you couldn't Because everybody was taking BART Well Ever since the pandemic And The first time I saw this In 2020 I was Shocked The parking lots At BART Are empty They're pretty much empty Now some of them Are filling back up again But to Make use Of the space They have built These tiny homes At the Castro Valley BART station Parking lot Since the The Parking lot isn't being used But nobody gets to move into the two Tiny homes They literally are just there for showrooms The Bay Area based company uh, They're trying to show that people, What people living In one of these looks like And they're paying BART A $4,500 a month rent For the space Helping BART replace some of the parking fees It is not collecting from all the empty spaces BART ridership dropped sharply during the pandemic And is gradually recovering Bay Area Rapid Transit I forgot to say that for all my people outside of The Bay Area It's like a train that takes. It's like the subway But it's not, it's not always underground Sometimes it's above the ground like a monorail But it's mostly like a train That's electric the lease is for nine months Could possibly be extended We're certainly hoping Says Bart Bart uh, Hoping enough people return to Bart in coming months That will need those parking spaces again Says the spokesperson from Bart But in the meantime we're looking for Some non-parking uses that help the community And bring some revenue in They also say that while these are the first tiny home showrooms to go up at a BART station. The fight against COVID benefited from space being available at stations. Both testing and vaccination sites were set up in BART lots. Farmers markets used empty parts of, of lots too. In fact, they still do the Castro Valley farmers market there in the parking lot. They, I think it stopped for a while during the pandemic, but they found because you were outside, it's not that. Uh... So today, a radio station that I was on on the weekend that I used to tell you about, and I had a link at mikesdailypodcast.com. Well, the link is still there if you go back to some of my older podcasts. But as of today, I will not be posting the link anymore. And that's because the radio station format's gone. And I am no longer on it. So there we go. And somebody just asked me, what about your show? Well, the station's gone, so the show's gone. Logic much? <laughs> logic much. Because logic is a verb. Do you logic much? Um, so yeah, they were saying farmer's markets are, they were COVID safe because you're outside and people would wear masks anyway. For those thinking about returning to BART though There is plenty of parking available at most stations However, this is interesting The only lots starting to fill Are those at the Antioch station That's the one that is super far uh, Northwest of the Bay Area It's probably one of the furthest 
northern westerly parts of the Bay Area. And that parking lot apparently is filling up from people commuting in from Sacramento, Stockton, etc. Discussions are underway with Meals on Wheels for setting up a delivery hub at one or more stations so that drivers don't have to drive quite so far to get meals to homebound seniors. And there you go. I just found that fascinating how we how we just take, you know, a problem and try and make the best of it here in the Bay Area. What can you tell me about atrial fibrillation? Every so often I've noticed my heart starts beating rapidly for no particular reason. Is this something I should be worried about? Uh, maybe I would go see a doctor right away. This was actually also in the same paper. But both the last, art- all the articles I've said today are from the Castro Valley Forum. And the answer that Jim Miller gave in his article for the Savvy Senior Ooh, and I have to Oh I was reading today My mom You know, I'm, I'm getting her email uh, Her mail forwarded to me And her, her regular snail mail And one of them was from Something called The Savvy Seniors And it's so funny It's a newsletter It's about four pages long Both sides of the pages And just talking about all these events That they've got planned And you can sign up And it's like $700 if you want to go To Savannah from Florida And Savannah, Georgia And all the And just the way they wrote it And I was just thinking Oh You know She had fun (laughs) She would partake in some of these Excursions they did But heart palpitations Says Jim Miller can be harmless if they are brief and infrequent. But if you're experiencing an erratic heart rhythm, you need to get checked out by a doctor for atrial fibrillation or AFib, which is marked by rapid fluttering beats and it can lead to serious complications such as stroke, heart failure, when the weakened heart can't pump enough blood to the rest of the body. That's very good. I would definitely see a doctor. About that So outside of Cafe Anyway Somewhere in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth Today I also mentioned to somebody The group Timbuk3 Who is Timbuk3? Here's another So the last podcast We were discussing how In the 1980s It wasn't always just synthesizers It always wasn't just It was There was a lot of Southern rock bands that were popular in the 80s. I mentioned Georgia Satellites, the uh, 38 Special, um, some of the stuff that Molly Hatchet. (laughs) I forgot about Molly Hatchet. Um, The Outlaws, there was the uh, some of Bruce Springsteen stuff, John Mellencamp. But there was another band that had a one hit, one hit wonder. And an 80s format is very lacking if they are not playing this song. The future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. It was a band called Timbuk3. It was actually, I think, a husband and wife. And it's got the harmonica playing. Now, somebody told me today, and they very good observation, it sounds just like Working for a Living by Huey Lewis and the News. But it, whereas Working for a Living did not become a huge hit for Huey Lewis in the News, although 
a lot of Huey Lewis and the News fans love that song, know that song. They see him play it in concert when, if they hopefully eventually get back on the road to tour again. But yeah, Huey's having hearing issues and stuff. But uh, yeah, Timbuk3 was the name of the band. And that was their big song. It had some funny lyrics in it. Um, got a new job for my graduation. 50000 a year will buy a lot of beer. Things are getting great and they're only getting better. The future's so bright, gotta wear shades. So, look who's outside a cafe anyway. Silver in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Hold on, Matthew's a killing hard to get supervisor. I don't know anything about the 80s like Matthew. Uh, MacGyver. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was late 80s. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman! And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. I think you should wrap up the show because the show has been... I think it's pretty much reached its apex. I guess so. All right, well, next show we'll have the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Chime in. Tell me what you think about anything we covered today. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews. Daily isn't what this podcast tries to be. Doesn't always get to do. Sometimes I get interrupted. But you can chime. Chime away. Chime like the church bells. Ding dong. Ding dong. That sounds like a Paul McCartney song. The moon is out. It's a Christmas song. Da da da. And that's enough Simply having a wonderful springtime Because it is springtime And since I mentioned churches Let me just say (laughs) What Ezekiel has to say Uh, Let's see Ezekiel 33 verse 1 The word of the Lord came to me Son of man Speak to your people and say to them When I bring the sword against the land And the people of the land choose one of their men and make him their watchman. And he sees the sword coming against the land and blows the trumpet to warn the people. Then if anyone hears the trumpet but does not heed the warning and the sword comes and takes their life, their blood will be on their own head. Since they heard the sound of the trumpet but did not heed the warning, their blood will be on their own head. That's fascinating. I just pulled that out and I just pulled that out of the Bible and no plan to read that at all. Now I work for a company that uh, actually there's two radio stations I oversee that have pastors that are experts on the Bible, have been reading the Bible their entire life, studying it, coming up with sermons month, uh, week after week, maybe twice, three times, four times a week. They're coming up with sermons. So then they know the Bible really well. And though I had, as a a child, I went to Sunday school. I attended a Baptist school from kindergarten to eighth grade. And then for high school, from ninth to twelfth, was at a Catholic high school. And in the Baptist school, though, they were very, very strict and wanted us to learn Bible verses. So they would come up with a new Bible verse every week and we'd have to memorize the Bible verse. Sometimes they'd be really easy to learn and you'd have to write them down. Oh, and I think you had to use perfect handwriting cursive when you wrote it out. So not the easiest school. Got to memorize stuff. Then, you you know, got to, and the, 
I, even though we, we had to memorize so many Bible verses when I was a kid, very once in a while, something will pop up in my head. But you need to get, I mean, that's something you got to keep up on every single day. And that little verse that I just read, you know, there's a lot of Christians you've probably seen on TV or heard about that they are, uh, they're anti-vaxxers. You got a lot of big name Christians that are anti-vaxxers, a lot of conservatives, a lot of Republicans that are anti-vaxxers. And what that said, that verse kind of said to me was the whole, why when you're told something, do you not listen? And then you're shocked when, when the inevitable happens in other words, the whole, I mean, there's medicine out there and you don't take it because you're, well, now we go into the whole anti-vaxxing thing and that stuff, that's an argument that will never be solved, it seems. But I err on the side of, I'm going to be cautious. I ain't going to, I ain't going to die of COVID. See, people f- afraid, afraid of dying of COVID or afraid of dying of some chemical in their system. Very interesting. Hey, and a big thank you to Joe and Bunny for that Bible that they gave me a couple months back. Very nice. It's still brand new and it it smells really good. Thought I'd end with a Bible verse today. All right, next time though, we're going to talk about some other bit of literature. Maybe not next time, but in a podcast forthcoming I got handed a piece of literature while I was walking around Lake Merritt. And it had some interesting things to say about the war in the Ukraine. And I will read what this flyer said. It was actually about a meeting they were going to have. Ooh. (laughs) Well, this is it. It was from speakoutsocialist.org. So, well... I'll dissect that and maybe share that with you next podcast. It was very interesting, someone handing that out. As you would expect, some interesting literature being handed out in Oakland around Lake Merritt on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. But I hope it's a beautiful afternoon, morning, evening, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much, even though you don't exist. Because as I know, and you know, there are no listeners to the show, no viewers on YouTube, no clicks, no plays, no downloads, nothing for this podcast because I have talked about very big things in my life and asked you very big questions and I've never heard from any of you. Never once. Nothing. Not even a comment on my social media. Not ever a call to 336 Daily, or never an email or a comment to any of these places mentioned by a frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.